Since we were last with you, the Kansas City Chiefs and our Super Bowl champions. And besides that, it's been a pretty quiet offseason. Oh, and the world is ending. The world is shut down because of a global pandemic. Tom Brady is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Oh, and I'm being totally of breaking news. Uh, what's that? I thought he was retired. Uh, apparently Gronk is going to Tampa Bay, too. Uh, is Edelman still here? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Laser Focus. Before we go any further, I have to welcome in my wonderful co-host and the birthday girl, Faith. How are you today? Hi, how are you? Happy birthday. Um, thank you. We're presented by Guy Boston Sports. Yes, we are. Rough off season, right? Hope you Tough, and your family are um, safe in this uh, challenging time. And uh, Tom Brady certainly hasn't made it any easier uh, telling New England yeah, that he's off. telling New England he's going to leave on St. Patrick's Day while we're all quarantined. Uh, anyway, continue. Yeah, you know. It started off, oh, a couple weeks off from school, get a little break here. Oh, Tom's leaving. Oh, the world's ending. We're going to be stuck in our houses for months. I mean, every day is the same. I feel like I'm in the movie Groundhog Day. I don't know when this is going to end. Tom Brady leaves when you think it can't get any worse. We hear rumors that Gronk wants to come out of retirement to play with Brady. And within 15 minutes, a trade is completed. I just, I have no words. Yeah, we'll get to that a little bit later in the show. The Patriots did get a draft pick for that. Uh, but we have to talk about the earth-shattering news of Tom Brady to Tampa Bay. Yep. I can tell you don't really want to talk about it, but we do need to discuss it. It is the most, um, it is the most franchise-altering decision maybe in the history of professional sports. Tom Brady leaving the New England Patriots after 20 years. Yeah. Going I to play he... for a less-than-zero franchise. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, fun fact, have the Lowest winning percentage in American sports. So that includes the NHL, the MLB, the NBA, and the NFL. In their history, they have the lowest winning percentage in professional sports. That is the franchise Tom Brady is going to. Um, Yeah. So. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, I don't know if coronavirus is something we can (laughs) start We're going to need to, like, flag that and get that earlier. Okay, anyways. Um, yeah, so I I feel like we all could have seen it coming that he was leaving but didn't want to believe it. And when it actually happened, it was, like, it was a shock because you think it's coming, but when it actually happens, it's, like, Tom Brady does not play for the Patriots. Just say that to yourself. I had a meltdown in my kitchen uh, as the news broke, and... um yeah, it's just hard to grasp it. It, it seems like it's fake still. But yeah, it's there, real. there obviously were signs. We ignored them. We ignored the whole Seth Wickersham story, which turns out to be pretty true and pretty consequential at the moment. Uh, we'll get to the draft a little bit later, but the Patriots currently really don't have a franchise quarterback. They have Jared Sidham and Brian Hoyer. But we're saving that for later. Uh, but, um, okay, yeah. But the sorry. Tom Brady... Gonna... I'm sorry, what, what were you going to say? There, there was a tweet actually that went out today that the Patriots are rumored to be taking up quarterback with their primary picks, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, we will get to that. Um, where was I? Anyway, <laughs> Tom Brady, the Tom Brady Bill Belichick divorce has officially happened. So I'm curious, do you blame Bill Belichick more? Or do you blame Tom Brady more, Faith? I blame Bill. I really blame Bill, and I think that if you are logical and you think about it, Tom said on his uh interview with um howard stern yes yeah he said in his interview he knew at the beginning of the season it was going to be his last he wanted out 
He knew he was leaving and he was ready to go. I believe that he played last season safe and didn't want to get hurt. And that obviously put us in jeopardy. Um, Along with having no receivers or an offensive line. But when when you say, if you put him on the field, I'm not going to throw him the ball, you are giving up on your team. Yep, absolutely. Which I think is ridiculous. And you didn't want to play here. You didn't want to get hurt. You played it safe. I completely disagree with it. We had a throwaway season, and I do give him a lot of blame after he literally admits to these things in an interview. I I blame Um, him a little bit. Oh, sorry. Were you finished? I'm not done. Okay. And then I think that you see Gronk leaves, says he's so unhappy, mostly because of Bill. Same as Brady. I think this was weirdly like a plan. And I think that you have to look at this and say, wow, Bill really did play a big part in this. And you can really give him a big piece of blame for them both being in Tampa Bay playing right now. But Gronk and Tom will be sorry that they were such babies about playing for Bill Belichick when Bruce Arians is cheering them on for winning for, I'm sorry, for losing by seven points. Woohoo! You only lost by seven points today, man. <laughs> Let's go have a beer out in the parking lot. There's plenty of fresh Coronas. I don't know. What do they, what kind of crap beer do they drink in Tampa Bay? They're, they're going to be missing Bill then. Let me tell you. Ugh, can you imagine the fans in Tampa Bay? You thought Boston was disgusting. Um, yeah, Faith, I, I kind of share you. I kind of share what you have to say, but I do think that salary cap implications do need to be discussed here. Bill Belichick has grossly mismanaged the salary cap to the point where the Patriots wouldn't have even had cap space to bring Tom Brady back. Um, they franchise tagged Joe Tooney the day before, and looking back, that was kind of the final nail in the coffin. Um, and I'm, by the day before, I mean they franchise tag Joe Tooney uh, March 16th. Tom Brady announced he was leaving March 17th. They only they only had 25-ish million dollars in cap space. Really, what they should have done is given Tom Brady a couple year extension after he won MVP yeah. um, in 2018, and he never did. They traded Jimmy Garoppolo, which is a whole nother story. Uh, that was obviously forced, we think, by Robert Kraft and Tom Brady a little bit. But now we're in this position where the Patriots really don't have a franchise quarterback. The whole team is in a state of limbo. Oh, by the way, and Gronk's coming out of retirement to go play with Tom Brady. I have less, way less respect for what Gronk did than what Tom Brady did. What Tom Brady did was a business decision. What Gronk did feels a little emotional. And I don't understand why you feel like that's okay to do. If you, I mean, obviously you have the freedom to do whatever you want, America, but that's pretty scummy to do to someone. Yeah. On the other hand. And I, I personally, I don't want to, obviously we're talking about the arguably greatest tight end in history, greatest quarterback in history. Um, I don't want to disrespect what they did for us here. But if we're being completely honest, it's hard to look. I believe Julian Edelman loves the Patriots fans more than he hates Bill Belichick. It's more to look, it's hard to look at, Tom and Gronk and think that they love the fans more than they hate Bill. It's not the fans. It's about the winning and the hard work. And they all love the winning and the hard work. But Bill Belichick clearly caught up with them. And they just, they couldn't handle Bill Belichick. It's just a bad look to, like, think that you're running from something. Like, if they think that they can go do that without Bill. Like I said, I don't want to disrespect them. But when they get there. Could they? I don't, I really, truly don't Mike believe Evans, so. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, think about that. I might Think be, about that offense. I might be biting my tongue in a few months, but I truly don't believe that they can do it without Bill. And I, it's just, it's not, when you, I mean, I guess Peyton Manning's a bit of an exception, but you had a 
insane defense in Denver. You taking these big, huge star players and move it just never works out like that. It just doesn't. Yeah. Um. We didn't actually give the details of the trade, but the the deal is the Patriots give the rights to Rob Gronkowski and a seventh round pick, and they get a fourth round pick back. Um, I believe that fourth round pick is somewhere mid round. Not quite sure where that is. We'll get to that in a minute. But Faith, let me let me finish with this. Does Tom Brady win a championship in Tampa Bay? I think it's possible, but I wouldn't be like if it happens. I won't be like shocked but I don't expect it. I expect I expect them to contend for at least an NFC championship. I say contend, that means divisional round. That means competing in the divisional round. Um, if I have to say yes or no, I'm just going to say yes because I think it'd be fun. But you know the dream scenario is next year, Tom Brady in Tampa playing in the Super Bowl against Bill Belichick. Yeah, you know, that is- just I just feel like, you know, baseball, like, you work on like the team runs off the GMs and what the GM does for you and builds the right team. Basketball is a player's league. It's how they play. I just feel like with football, like coaching is a huge, huge part of it. And maybe I just don't think that I think we're, you've got Bruce Arians and Bill Belichick. Like there's a Bruce, Okay. Hey, Bruce Arians is not like a stiff though. Like he's, he's a decent coach. What did he do for them last year? I know it was his first year. But... Okay. They sucked last year, but he's been to an NFC championship. I don't think he's ever been to a Super Bowl. We but... also need to talk about the fact that this is Tom's first year playing with these guys. I mean, he, he wouldn't even throw the ball to his first year receivers last year. I mean, he's all about trust. I don't know. I, I see him like maybe forcing the ball to Gronk a lot and Gronk not even being like completely ready. We're talking about someone who's shed a ton of weight and been out of football for months. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it really seems too good to be true for me here. Um, Bruce Arians did win a Super Bowl as the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So he has coached in a Super Bowl. He also, um, he also has been in championship games, so it's not like he's a no-name coach. We're not talking about Tom Brady going to play for Freddie Kitchens here. I think that we should give give him a respectable shot. Uh, but you're right. No, this is this is this is going to be difficult. And with this uh, whole COVID nineteen pandemic, who knows what the off season will look like? Yeah, all the more reason why Gr- Rob Gronkowski being in Tampa Bay is even more important for Tom Brady. But I do expect Mike Evans and Chris Godwin to you know play for Tom Brady. I mean. Yeah, it, but it like, should. But if, like, if those guys don't work, that's an issue. I also just have like these thoughts that like you draft like safeties and stuff, and then you're like, well, when they go again, competition, like they might suck, which you see sometimes happen, honestly. And so I just feel like, I mean, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, like, they look really good, but they're playing with, like, a not very average quarterback. So, I don't know. I just feel like it might take a little adjusting to Tom Brady's style of play and his discipline that he – and, like, the work that he puts in. He's been in a completely different system for 20 years. I'm guessing the Tampa Bay doesn't run the same playbook and plays. I think that that Bruce Arians would change his system for Tom Brady. I think that's part of the deal with bringing in a veteran quarterback. Uh, But, Faith, we do have to move on. So let's talk about the state of the Patriots. The Patriots. Okay. So uh, state of the Patriots. What position should we start with? Let's start with quarterback. 
So quarterback, we mentioned uh, Jarrett Stidham and Brian Hoyer are currently the only two quarterbacks. Obvious, that's an obvious need in the draft. Yeah. Um, Matt Lacoste and Ryan Izzo are the only two tight ends. Another obvious need in the draft. Uh, I do not believe they have a kicker on the roster. Uh, that is a major need. Um, I believe we have Nick Folk on the roster. Nope. He, his contract expired. Really? Yes. He is, he is currently a free agent, though. Uh, but we do need to sign someone. And um, so any any uh, team things that you'd like to discuss before we get into the draft preview? Um, we still have McDaniels. Yep, we do have McDaniels. Um, we still have Bill, Bill Belichick. We still have Bill. But there's been a lot of coaching changes that I honestly can't name off the top of my head. Oh, right now. Dante Scarnecki, offensive line coach. We should we uh, failed to mention that he retired. Yep. Um, the last time he did not coach for the Patriots was the disastrous 2015 season where they lost in Denver, mostly because of the offensive line and the silent snap count didn't work. Um, um, so whoever see some of the coaching hires that we had, because I know that we. Oh, OK. Uh, the Patriots are piecing together their coaching staff for the um, the Patriots hired a veteran offensive assistant coach, Jed Fish. Uh, he's 43 years old, and I guess he'll just he's his plan is to work with the offense right now, but he doesn't have a title right now. I'm sure it's just going to be like offensive assistant or something like that. Should be receivers coach or quarterback coach. Um, I believe we still have Ivan Fears as the running backs coach. Uh, Mike, uh, Mick, that is not a need for the Patriots, by the way. Mick Lombardi was hired or. Yes, Mike Lombardi's son. Mike Lombardi's a reporter. We still have Gerard Mayo on the roster. And um, And Steve Belichick, correct? Yes. uh, Belichick's son. Outside linebackers coach Demarcus Covington. I don't know. That may be a new one. And then Mike Pellegrino is the cornerbacks coach. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are all new coaches? Um, Yeah, special teams. Cameron Akerd. Which is new because we lost Joe Judge to the uh, Giants. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Uh, Joe Judge, <laughs> new the coach of the New York Football Giants, one of the premier franchises in the National Football League. I would argue up there with the Cowboys, one of the most well-known, the most valuable franchises. They hired Bill Belichick's special teams coach. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? That's going to be such a mess there. Are you kidding me? Josh McDaniel's still with the Patriots, didn't get a job. So uh, thankfully for that. Anyway, Faith, let's move on to the draft, unless you had a final thought on the state of the Patriots. Um, no, yeah, I think that's that's really all I have to say. I mean, state of the Patriots, just some of the coaching changes and things like that. Um, I know that – I know off-season workouts aren't going to – it's kind of like a rebuild year, I feel like we. I'm looking at it like this year. So it's a little concerning that the offseason may be like cut pretty short for their training. So I don't I but there's really no telling how that's gonna work out or if the season's gonna even start on time. But if they do have a shorter off season training program, I am a little concerned about how we're gonna start off or how the season's even gonna go in general. I am too, but at least Jared Sidham and Brian Hoyer both have experience in the system. Anyway, after the Rob Gronkowski deal, these are the draft picks the Patriots currently have. 
They have one first-round pick that's obviously 23 overall. They have three third-round picks, 87, 98, and 100. They will, If it were up to me, they would not be picking at 98 and 100. They have two fourth-round picks, 125, 139. One fifth-round pick, 172. Four sixth-round picks, 195, 204, 212, and 213. And one seventh-rounder, 230. Okay. Um, Clearly back-ended there. They, they'll be very busy on day three of the draft. Um, and by the way, Faith, we neglected to mention the way that they're doing the draft. Obviously, you can't have it in the Bellagio. It was supposed to be a really cool setup. They were going to have it in Vegas <laughs> in the fountain of the Bellagio Hotel. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to have a boat bring the players out. It would have been kind of cool. Uh, but because of this, um, you know, apocalypse that we're currently apocalypse. going through at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone, I believe the NFL is doing it over Zoom. So every coach has to con- has to like get on a conference call or a Zoom call with his staff, and then they have to call the NFL. I don't know. It was a total disaster when they did. Yeah. A run so through. they did the they did like a mock or like a test, so so called. Um, one head, no one. I'm sorry. One GM's wife actually unplugged his eight monitors had an extension cord going from his dining room where his eight monitors were plugged in all the way up the stairs okay and his wife unplugged the extension cord to (laughs) to vacuum the house and his stuff shut down during the mock draft um and also the Bengals had a glitch with their number one pick that took three minutes to resolve so yeah um adam Schefter did clear up that if there were any issues that they would be resolving them it's not going to go into auto draft they're not accidentally going to take chase daniel uh first overall because a lot of people have him rated as the highest uh highest player in the draft yeah but um the the thing that i found most funny is diana rossini i believe espn reported that she was on the phone with a head coach and she overheard him screaming at his kids to get off the internet um so there, there are several glitches. I, I think this is going to go off without a hitch or the NFL is going to make it appear to go off well. There's not going to be like an auto draft situation where the Patriots end up with like four receivers in the sixth round or something. I mean, that'd be okay. I, will, I won't not... be surprised if we hear a couple dogs barking or kids yelling in the background. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, is this really on Zoom? Is the NFL, like, I, I hope the NFL is, is monitoring the Zoom call and muting these coaches because if they're not, if, if you can hear Bill O'Brien talking to his kids, if you can hear Zach Taylor yelling at his wife, if you can hear Andy Reid eating, it's going to be – if you can hear Bill Belichick grunting to Linda, it's going to be a mess. My concern is that, I mean, it's very easy on Zoom to just kind of walk your way into another call. Just, oops, a coach just uh, – you know uh, I mean? It's, it's going to be – I mean, Faith, it's the NFL. I'm not quite sure it's, it's exactly on Zoom, um, but – I hope it's secure. I mean, if someone hacks into it, if the Russians or the Chinese or even in America, an American hacks into it, that's going to be a big disaster. I'm so about I, like, I, I'm talking about like some sort of like spy member, a scene, a team like sending them in to like the other people's call. But John Harbaugh. Oh, you mean you mean Ernie? You mean Ernie Adams going into like the Seahawks draft room? Yes. Yeah. Like not like none other than Mr. John Harbaugh was concerned about it. Yeah, I mean, I really, I can't imagine that it would be that much of a disaster. But then again, I mean, has anyone watched their parents try to get on Zoom lately? Because I've watched my parents, who are younger than most of these head coaches, 
mid fifties, late fifties, try to get on zoom. And it is, I mean, it's a treat to watch them try to FaceTime, but to watch them on zoom with actual technology, it's, <laughs> it's a little, ugh. okay. So faith, let's, let's talk about the Patriots needs for the draft. Unless you had any general thoughts on the draft. Well, we can go ahead and talk about that. Okay. So this is from Patriots.com. This is a list of the top eight needs, starting with number eight, which is special teams. Uh, that's obviously a kicker. Again, the Patriots do not have a kicker. There is a kicker in the draft um, regarded to be... Like, really well. Know, a Justin Tucker comparable. Okay. What is his name? It's Rodrigo Blankenship from Georgia. Um, yeah. So, so he is he's supposed to be... His comparable is Justin Tucker. So Yeah, and aside know. from um, no kicker... I mean, we got Justin Bethel last year, who's a very, very good special teams player. We have Brandon King returning off IR, who was out all of last season. Uh, Jake Bailey. We did lose Nate Ebner, who's been on the team for years and is like a key special teams player. But Bill works magic with special teams, so I'm not too worried about those type of players. I will say this. Bill Belichick, if you are listening, you are not allowed to take a special teamer before the fifth round. Do not <laughs> think about it with one of those fourth round picks. You're not allowed to do it. It's unnecessary. No one's gonna care. No one's gonna take your gunner in the fourth round. I'm begging to see Damian Harris next year. Yeah, me too. Running back, by the way, not a need at all. Yeah, they have enough don't. running back. They have enough running backs for two teams at the moment. Uh, number seven on, on the list, again, working down, is the offensive line. Um, David Andrews, uh, blood clot in the lungs, obviously still a big question. Shaq Mason, a question. Uh, Isaiah Wynn, a major question. Will he be able to be a left tackle, or will they have to change him into a guard? Yeah, we that whole offensive tag, line. Um, this is big. We didn't talk about this. We placed the franchise tag on Joe Tooney. We did talk about it. Uh, it's it's a did between we? fourteen and fifteen Oops. million dollar franchise tag. Um, yeah, they did the day before Tom Brady was traded. Fourteen between fourteen and fifteen million dollar franchise tag. Lot a lot of money he needs to perform. Yeah. they have the the most one of the most expensive offensive lines in the league, and it isn't that great. So we need some rookie talent. It it's been great. Last year was something was not right. <laughs> Yeah, according to all the experts, this draft is going to be really good for offensive line. Um, yeah, I heard so, today it could be like the deepest offensive line, like first round. Like yeah, speaking of deep, speaking of deep drafts, uh, number six wide receiver. Yeah, I would be okay with the Patriots taking one of these anytime after. I wouldn't want them using the first pick, but I'd be okay with the Patriots taking two, maybe three wide receivers. Yeah, it is a definite need. Julian Edelman is aging and. Um, who knows if he even wants to play New England anymore after the day's events. But they definitely need some youth. I know they got Nikhil Harry. Hopefully he'll work. Jacoby Myers is an undrafted rookie. So there's a ceiling there. You've got to get some young talent here. There, This is this is supposedly one of the best uh, wide receiver drafts in NFL history. Uh, you have you obviously have the two guys from Alabama. Um and there's there's uh there's C D Lamb, which is just an awesome name, but you have um what is his name from Alabama? Jerry Judy. Jeez. Yes, Jerry Judy, and there's another one. Um 
those guys are expect, expected to go in the first round. I do not expect the Patriots to get one of those guys. I do not expect them to try to get one of those guys. Uh, because obviously wide receiver is the six is six on this list. But again, they need they need to take them early and often. And by early and often I mean third round and beyond. Yeah, I'd also like uh, to say one of the I am looking for some sort of improvement or burst out of Nikhil Harry. I need something out of him. Yeah, me too. Me too. We'll obviously talk about that as we get closer to the season. Uh, number five, safety. Um, the safety situation is pretty solid for this year, but it is aging. Um, I, it's one of the oldest positions in on the team. Yeah, we have Patrick Chung and Devin McCourty who are getting, getting old quite and old. And it's also good to mention a player that we've had on the team for years who I believe is pretty important to our defense was actually traded and that being Jaron Harmon. Yeah. Um, so yeah, safety is a definite need. Uh, Faith, would you be okay with them drafting a safety in the first round? Um, my thing is, I believe Jawan Williams plays safety. I believe Jawan Williams can play safety. And uh, I think- he was taken with the very early pick. So I don't, I don't think we saw much of him in safety except for garbage time. So yeah, he did get arrested on drug charges. Ugh, I believe marijuana somewhere. Too. So uh, that's a bit of an issue. Yeah, but yeah, um, like we said, very uneventful off season. You know, Tom Brady's gone, Gronk's gone, people are getting arrested. We're all stuck in our houses, but it's okay because be we're going to watch Andy Reid eat several bags of chips while he drafts players tomorrow night. <laughs> By the way. World champion Andy Reid. That just doesn't feel right to say. <laughs> so the next uh, one's num- a big hit. Yeah, number four. I I'd argue, um, with the exception of tight end and quarterback, which even it's debatable with tight end, linebacker most most important position to me personally uh, for this team. And it's it, a, it, it maybe it's a staple for the defense. It's at least at least the most important thing on the defense. And it's very important for the style of defense. That They've had a mass exodus. Uh, Kyle Van Noy is gone. Big deal. Yep. Uh, very big deal. I mean, he was really starting to come along with us too. So I'm wondering if he's going to be one of those players that goes somewhere else and kind of sizzles down a little bit and isn't as good. But I think that he learned a lot here and i think that he's a really explosive player so wish him yes, the best uh, jamie, he deserved jamie the money collins jamie collins also gone yeah um and then Alandon roberts gone who was actually a captain last year played a role in situational plays yeah so um for linebackers currently the patriots have uh jawan bentley dante hightower uh brandon king Therese Hall? Yeah. Yeah, he's a practice squad guy. And Shalit Calhoun. Who is Therese Hall, and why is he second on the depth chart for um, inside linebackers? Yeah. Um, Chase Winovich, I believe, can play outside linebacker, but it's mainly defensive end. Um, yeah. John Simon, do we still have? One second. I believe we do. Um, Jawan Bentley showed promise, and then... Uh... Yeah, John Simon's a defensive end. Okay, though. so Jawan Bentley showed promise, but kind of within, like, an Alandon Roberts role, like a very, like, toned-down, non-essential role in the defense, really. And then I think that um, 
John Simon and Dante Hightower are good, but with the type of defense we play where we are heavily we heavily use the linebackers and it's very important. I do feel like we're down in the depth charts where we we usually stand at that position. Yeah. And and linebacker, we didn't talk about where they should take a linebacker. I am okay with them using that, that first pick on a linebacker. I am too. Cause Dante Hightower is getting up there in age and I see him retiring very soon. You have to take a linebacker the first two days. You have to take him, take one in the first three rounds. I I have no problems with them taking a linebacker. Uh, round one. How is this draft looking for linebackers? I think it's actually very good. I think it's pretty average. I don't. I haven't heard uh, great things or bad things. Um, I think it's pretty average. Uh, a definite a neck. The next definite need for the Patriots number three on this list is tight end. Um, obviously, we've had an uh, existential crisis with Rob Gronkowski retiring and then uh, not telling us he was going to retire until it was too late to sign Jared Cook last <laughs> year and then screwing us and then going to play with Tom Brady, but. We're moving on. Yeah. Um, um, I I, I don't think Ryan Izzo and Matt LaCosse are completely in man, in manageable. Like, I feel like there's something there. Thomas wasn't willing. It's nothing. They're not completely in that. nothing you but can depend on. they're not on. starting yeah, it's nothing you can depend on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can keep one, maybe two of them. But, I mean, Ryan Izzo, we're really – we're not even sure if either of them can play. So, again, tight end, I'm totally okay with them drafting a tight end. The earlier, the better. And if you want to draft two in case you think you screw up screw up one, that's fine. You have got to draft one in the first three rounds. Um, Faith, any any other final yeah, thoughts no, on just, tight end? I think that, um, honestly, last year's draft was a lot deeper for tight ends, so I don't know. Um, they yeah. all suck, though. None I'm of not, them were that uh, good say that but i'm not yeah i'm not totally sold on the draft class this year but we'll see we'll see okay number two is defensive yeah. line they need a big i mean fat we have man. they need a vince wilford very very good player and is essential for our defense we still have him they do need they do but need some losing, help on that defensive losing, line they need a big guy in the middle of that th- to do a 3-4 defense they yeah, need a big guy in the middle lost, um, we lost Malcolm Brown last year so we were already down one Adam Butler stepped it up this year now we lose Danny Shelton we need somebody we need another I really yeah yeah um I, I I don't know where they draft defensive line. I wouldn't be thrilled if they use yeah, that first pick. It but needs hey, to be, if you um, want to, if you want to, to yeah, I suffer. I believe. <laughs> yeah, I'd prefer they use that first pick on either offensive line, linebacker, tight end, or the obvious number one on this list is quarterback. Uh, once again, Jared Stidham, le- rookie last year out of Al- out of I'm sorry Auburn. And uh, Brian Hoyer, God knows where he went to college, but he's been yeah. in the league for what a long, is, long time. Um, Colin Coward show. Yes, the, the herd with Colin um, Coward. Ian Rappaport on a phone call with him today said, "Expect the Patriots to use one of their primary picks, first, second, and third round, on a quarterback." Yeah, um, the guy I have my eye on is Jake Fromm. Yeah, Brom I love Jake Fromm, and I think he'd be an Jake, excellent. Jake Fromm from State Farm. The ads write themselves. I think that Jake Fromm would be an excellent fit with the Patriots. Um, they also were looking at Jordan Love, I believe. Is it jo- Jordan Love? 
There's, mm-hmm. there's one more. Uh, Jordan Love and Tua no. Tagovailoa. Justin Herbert. Justin That's Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. So, Faith, Faith, real quick. Justin Herbert, Tua Tagovailoa, and uh, Jordan Love. Those three are expected to go in the first round, along with Joe Burrow. Obviously, he's going number one to the Cincinnati Bengals. Best of luck to you. Um, I am sure that you will be benched in a year or two because the Bengals are one of the most despicable franchises in the NFL. But best of luck to you. I think he's Fantastic watching you in LSU. I'll be excited to watch you. I'm very much so rooting for him. I'm rooting for for him as much as I can, but I have to root against the Bengals. Um, But yeah, uh, Joe Burrow, Jordan Love, Tua Tagovailoa, and... um, Justin Herbert. Those four are expected to go Jaylen in the first Hurts. round. The Patriots do not. Jalen Hurts is expected to go uh, around time of Jake yeah. Fromm. So third, fourth round, maybe second round. I expect the Patriots to take a quarterback in the third or fourth round. At I a just, I if they took, if they, they use their first round pick, I wouldn't with, be shocked. I'm sick of just wasting away these picks on these Stidhams and Etlings. And... Stidham I... might not be bad. Stidham's a little and too just... young. I really am. I'm. I'm ready for them to just look for the guy. I'm really ready for it. I mean, Tom is gone. I am. Tom I am too. They, they. It's. It's. it's we're, we've moved. We have to move on. I feel like. I feel like I'm. I'm ready for them to to get the guy, and I just hope that they don't. Pick some someone in like the fourth, fifth round again. Well, fourth, fifth, fourth round could be when Jake Fromm goes, but obviously. Whoever they draft, I don't think he's going to be ready to start right out of the gate. Um, even if they do draft Tua or Jordan Love or Justin Herbert, I'm not convinced that one of these guys is going to be able to start yeah. the Patriots offense. We'll have one. to see how the offseason I mean, shakes out for it, sure. It's, it's not out of the – yes. And something we also need to follow is how the Patriots offense is going to be run because it was the most complex offense, arguably the most complex offense in the entire NFL when Tom Brady so was think, captain, I mean, okay, captain. This is where like Hoyer Stidham like makes sense in my head because like they've especially Hoyer, which is crazy to me, but they've been behind Tom. They know how it works. Hoyer was credited greatly in our win against the Rams for how well he prepared the defense. These people are smart minded and mm-hmm. saw how Tom worked and saw how we prepared and know the playbook. So when they do draft the quarterback, I think that they've done their research and I hope that Ernie Adams and all them, Nick Casario, get the guy with the brain and the smarts to get close to what Tom did. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, they're never oh, going to no, find but... another Tom Brady, but you've you've got to draft a quarterback. With the you've smarts, gotta... I'm not this has looking, to be I'm a draft. A good the crazy this... athlete, but someone with the awareness and the smarts that we need for our offense. Yeah, I mean, I think the executives of the Patriots, specifically Bill Belichick and Nick Casario, have a lot Unless of pressure, just mostly Bill Belichick, to make this a good draft. Guy. But that's where those Cam Newton rumors that are also floating around come in. Yeah, the Cam Cam Newton is a possibility. Andy Dalton is also, also a possibility. Yeah. So be careful what you wish for, Faith. Anyway, thank you for listening today. Enjoy the draft. We'll be back next week to wrap it up. Until then... Be safe and enjoy the Zoom draft tomorrow. Should be entertaining.